The Education Channel supports individual educational goals and encourages creativity for all. Visit uctv.tv slash education. Hello and welcome to the Mi Camino series, where we explore the career trajectories and lives of our successful alumni. Today we have Liz Ramirez here with us, who is the Chief Executive Officer of the Chicano Federation. Welcome, Liz. Thank you so much for having me. We're so glad you could join us. To start with, I think our listeners would be very curious to know a little bit about yourself, where you're from, your family, where'd you grow up? Yeah, so I grew up uh, in the border between uh, Imperial Valley and Mexicali. I was uh, in Mexicali till I was four years old, uh, almost five, moved to the United States to El Centro and grew up there, uh, went to school there. So I you know, was raised with uh, immigrant parents, I uh, was first generation immigrant, uh, first-generation college student. Uh, I'm very, very proud to grow up in the small city of El Centro, uh, very uh, strong community roots. Um, I have a wonderful and very big family. Um, I have, uh, you know, my two brothers and, and my mom and my dad who, you know, have always been so passionate about education, uh, but they never got the opportunity to go to college themselves. They actually uh, didn't even get to graduate from from high school traditionally. Um, and so uh, for them, it was a great gift that I was able to make it to UCSD and graduate. Well, I'm sure your parents are incredibly proud of you today and always. How about you share a little bit about what was school like for you in Imperial Valley? I was always a great student in Imperial Valley. Um, I, you know, went uh, all the way through high school, um, but it was it was hard because there was uh, very few resources there, right? Especially, you know, few resources to get me prepared uh, for for college and the university, especially such a prestigious university like UCSD. And so, you know, my high school years, I remember, you know, struggling, needing to take the bus to another high school to take AP courses because my high school did not offer, you know, many AP courses. That has now changed, right? There's now more opportunities. Um, but when I was growing up, it was it was hard and it was hard um, not knowing what you don't know, right? So seeking resources was always tough, Uh but I knew that, and my parents taught me from a very you know, early age that in order to break barriers, I needed an, an education, right? And so um, I'm like, I am going to connect with folks to really, you know, make my dream of going to college possible. So I remember, you know, being in high school and um, having to uh, really fight to see my counselor. Uh, they were super overloaded. And I think because I was a good student, um, you know, had very minimal touch with my assigned counselor. But I remember connecting uh with a counselor that was specific for the migrant program. And because, you know, my family does come from, um, you know, farm workers and my grandparents were um, braceros and that's how my family immigrated, I was part of the program. And it was really her that helped me, you know, when it came to uh, financial aid and scholarships, she connected me with Cosmos. So I got to experience, you know, UC Irvine before uh, as, as a sophomore junior. Um, and so um, that's really how I was able to get to the university, right? 
So it sounds like you had an opportunity to learn about UC Irvine and UC San Diego. Mm-hmm. Were you able to visit the campus as a high school student? I actually did not visit the campus as a high school student. So I was in a little bit of a shock when I got here. I think I came the first time was uh, with orientation, right? Um, and you know, you think about it, uh, El Centro is just two hours away. Uh, but for me, you know, growing up in Imperial Valley, it did seem like a whole different world. Right. I remember uh, making the visit first to UC San Diego and passing by downtown and looking at all of the buildings and looking around and being like, wow, I'm going to live here. Right. Um, so unfortunately, I didn't get to, you know, see the campus, but I you know, saw photos, I saw how beautiful it was. It was relatively close to home, only two hours uh, away from home. So that to me was really important. And of course, you know, UC San Diego had such a great reputation of, you know, academic excellence and and the wonderful professors uh, teaching here that I, for me, it was like, I have to go there. So was it because we were close? Was that the main reason you that chose? That was the main reason, yeah. So I knew that I wanted to leave to go to a four-year, um, you know, at the time, uh, the community college didn't have a lot of resources. Um, and so I knew for, for a fact that I wanted to go to a four-year. UCSD was one of the closest ones. So I think that was definitely my first factor. Um, because I was so close to my family, it was important for me to still stay close enough to them. Yeah, and that's an important consideration. I know that a lot of our incoming Latino students, they take that into consideration. Yeah. Yeah. And it's great that San Diego and Imperial County have a premier institution in, in our backyard that they can attend. Yeah, yeah. So tell us a little bit about what was it like when you told your family that you got into UC San Diego and you had chosen to enroll here? Yeah, you know, it was a lot of mixed emotions because, like I mentioned before, my parents were always, you know, big advocates about education. But when I started getting the big envelopes, uh, they started getting a little bit nervous. I'm, you know, the oldest of three. I'm the only woman, right? So for them, it was like their little girl, you know, is leaving. Um, and I think, you know, the, the Latino community, uh, traditionally, you know, you leave uh, the home when, you know, you're getting married, um, not when you're 18 to go to college, right? Um, and so to my surprise, uh, my dad, you know, took it really hard. And and I think at the end of the day, he just wanted to protect me, right? Um, but um, he did not give me his blessing right away. And so he's like, no, I don't want you to go. I want you to stay here, stay at the community college. Um, but luckily, my mom, you know, um, she kind of fought back and, and helped me. I had worked all through high school. And so I was able to take my savings and with the support of my mom, um, you know, come to, to UC San Diego. But because my dad hadn't given me his blessing, uh, I actually ended up enrolling a little bit late. I didn't get on campus housing. So I lived off campus. Um, so it really made it really difficult for me. You know, like I mentioned, family to me is key. Um, and I was going against my dad and, and that to me was huge. But I knew how important education was for me and that, that I needed to somehow make it work. And so I really struggled, you know, especially that first year and the first quarter, you know, I remember uh, crying a lot and, 
and, you know, just feeling like I didn't have that family support. One, you know, I, I really didn't want to share how much I was struggling, right? Because I didn't want to, my dad to say, I told you so, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but two, I knew that if I told him, they would also worry a lot about me, right? And so I internalized um, a lot of it. And, and, you know, maybe some of the students watching can can relate, but I had a really hard time because of that. You know, my, my first year, I felt really alone, right? Um, and and that is really what kind of was the key pivotal to me when, when, when I was struggling academically that I said, you know, I need to reach out for help because I can't do it alone. Yeah. And, you know, your story of, of a father, especially with a, a young woman um, going far away from home, I've heard that right. story before and right. it's difficult. I think the, the parents feel like, you know, is their child going to be okay? Are they right. going to be safe? Right. And I can imagine that must have been an incredible struggle for you to reconcile right. going against your father's wishes right. for you not to to come to UC San Diego. Right. Um, can we talk a little bit more about that? Like, eventually, yeah. I imagine you reconciled with your yeah, father. Yeah, absolutely. And and you know, um, while he it took him a while, uh, at a, qu- a few quarters later, uh, I would go home and he would make me pollito asado and uh, for me to bring back. And he was really, really supportive. And at the end of the day, you know, I think he saw the great value. Um, he saw that I built a great community, and you know, in UC San Diego, um, and. And so he eventually came on board. I think it was just for him, you know, letting go of, of his daughter and he was scared, right? And him not experiencing, you know, leaving for college himself. Um, I, I think at the end of the day, he just wanted to uh, to protect me, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, he ended up coming around and, and, and my dad, um, I know, is so, so proud. That's what I was going to say. I have. A, I imagine he was secretly proud of you, right, and simultaneously concerned about you, right, 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 yeah. right. And sharing sharing the pride comes a little bit later when they know that you're doing okay, right, exactly, yeah. Yeah. exactly, yeah. So, can we talk a little bit more about your first quarter and your first year? You know, you you didn't live on campus, which of right. course makes it a little bit more difficult to find community. Um, what was the pivot point for you where all of a sudden there was probably something snapped into place where the struggle started to lessen and you started to feel like you belonged here and you were doing better academically. Yeah. And- yeah. I mean, I think my, my first quarter was when I, you know, had it really rough. Um, you know, I mentioned that I came from a high school with uh, low resources. So I came in having to take remedial math, remedial English. Um, and I did feel like, do I even belong here? Um, you know, I felt like folks don't look like me. Am I even supposed to be here? Uh, I had a lot of that imposter phenomenon. Mm-hmm. And, you know, feelings come up. Um, but, you know, I was like, no, I'm here for a reason and I can do this. And and it was really connecting with programs like Oasis. I think Oasis for me really changed the trajectory of, of my education and my career. Um, you know, I found a space where, you know, I felt like I wasn't alone, right? I connected with other students. I, you know, formed mentorships. I, you know, went into tutoring and really really that helped 
you know, built my my sense of community and my network here at UC San Diego, and and that's what helped me ultimately be, you know, successful. I think it was once I realized that I can't do this, you know, by myself. That I need support. I need my family, right, uh, here on campus. Um, you know, my trajectory really, really changed, and so it was uh, connecting with, you know those students that were older that had been through, you know, things that I've been through. It was connecting with those mentors and those professors um, that really helped me, you know, get more plugged in with with the university and, and feel like there was other folks that wanted to see me succeed and that had my back and that were going to support me and, and lend a hand when needed. Yeah, and I love the fact that you're um, being really honest and transparent about, you know, coming from an under-resourced community, which has under-resourced schools, and there is that disparity gap, Mm -hmm. and I think that is a common experience for many of our first-generation students, and I think Mm -hmm. it's important for them to hear that, you know, they do belong here, they're super intelligent, they just had a different K-12 through experience, and so there's sometimes a little bit of catch-up, and that catch-up doesn't mean that you're not smart, that you can't be successful. I mean, here you are, chief executive officer of one of the largest CBOs in San Diego County. And so I'm so glad that you could be here and share that. I also was wondering if you might be able to share a little bit about mentorship. You've mentioned that you've had some colleagues who are mentors, like older students and faculty who were mentors, maybe there's one or two that stand out in your memory that you'd like to talk a little about? Yeah, I mean, there, there's so many, right, uh, mentors that I've connected over the last, you know, uh, few years. But I, I think uh, one of the biggest mentors that I that I had, it was when I was connected with my first uh, job at UC San Diego. So I, you know, was able to get uh, work study. I worked uh, with CalSOAP, uh, California Student Opportunity and Access Program. Um, Linda Doughty was the director there, and she was wonderful and great support. Um, but she also connected me with other folks. Um, I knew that I wanted to be in a serving field. I was very interested in education and counseling. And so she connected me with uh, Julio Soto. Uh, Julio Soto is a financial aid uh, counselor. And I really remember uh, first connecting with him, you know, through through work study. And I was 18 years old. Um, and I saw the way that he connected with families. And I remember thinking, I want to be like him when I grow up, right? Just like how connected he was with community. Um, and so, yeah, we first linked up uh, when I was 18. And I remember saying, you know, will you have a cafecito with me? You know, I want to pick your brain. You know, I want to, you know, learn how you got to your career, right? That's something that I'm looking to do. Um, and our relationship has really transformed throughout the years. He's still, you know, can, we're still connected. Um, he'll laugh if I'll say that he's my mentor still, uh, because he's like, no, we're friends. What are you talking about? But um, that to me is is a relationship that really stands out, um, that I'm, I'm so grateful that, you know, because of work study, I was able to, you know, be paired up with um, a job that I really enjoyed, where I felt like I was making an impact. Um, I was working directly with schools like my high school, you know, but here in San Diego uh, that, you know, we're under resource and I was connecting with students and trying to help them navigate the college access. Um, and so that to me, you know, was a wonderful experience and has really led me to my career today. 
I'm so so much good can come over cafecito, right? <laughs> yes. You know, I'm I'm glad you said that you asked him because I think that's really important for our young listeners to hear. Mm-hmm. Is that you know we want to help the staff right. and faculty that are right. here at San Diego. We want to help, and we're not going to go around and say. I'm going to be your mentor. Right. Right. It really, good mentorship comes from, from young people saying, right. hey, can I talk to you? Right. Can I ask you some questions? So, right. so thank you for right. sharing that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for me, mentorship is key. You know, I, like I said, my parents didn't, didn't go to college and I don't have tios or tias that, you know, uh, that social capital, right, is, is missing uh, from, from, from my family. But it was connecting with other folks um, that, have already been through what I've been through or already in the career in the field and and um and yeah don't be afraid to to ask and say hey you know can I borrow you for 30 minutes a cafecito just to pick your brain and actually you know now that I'm you know in my career I've had folks come up to me and say hey can can I can you share 30 minutes of of your time and to me that's so flattering and a lot of times I get so much more out of you know mentoring probably than my mentee uh, but yes, I, mentorship has, I'm very passionate about, you know, mentorship. And it sounds like your mentor really impacted your career choices right. as well. Right. Maybe you could share a little bit of, about your career trajectory and then tell us more about what you're doing right now with the Chicano Federation. Yeah, yeah. So after UC San Diego, I went on to get my master's in school counseling. Uh, you know, I really wanted to help other students like myself, first generation students have access to, you know, great schools like UC San Diego. So I started working in the schools um, and then very quickly got connected with the nonprofit sector. And and that to me, um, it it was about connecting with community, right? Um, And I I love the work. So I started off with working um, in the education field, working with students that were struggling uh, academically, working with families, uh, getting them access to resources as well. Um, and then I, uh, you know, moved uh, my first nonprofit. I was there for eight years. Um, SBCS is the name of, of the nonprofit that I work for. Had wonderful coaches and mentors there. Um, had five different roles within the eight years that I was there. And I remember, you know, always going to uh, one of my supervisors, Mauricio Torre, and saying, okay, what's next? What can, what can we do next? How can I help? You know? Um, and so it was, you know, him and along with others giving me that, you know, trust and and confidence as a leader uh, that really helped, you know, built me up and and really you know I'm I'm all about um, equity and access for for our families particularly our families of color and so that's how I you know grew in the nonprofit sector um, from SBCS I went to another nonprofit that serves foster youth in San Diego County I worked there for three years um, and again it was like what's next and I remember you know having a conversation uh, with my CEO and and she said okay Liz I want to talk to you about, you know, what's what's next in this organization. And I, and I already came with a new job description and, and what I wanted to do. And she was she was like, oh, you were prepared for this. Um, but um, but yeah, I, I my passion has always been working with community. Um, I'm now um, the new CEO for Chicano Federation, Chicano Federation has been around for 53 years. So it's a strong pillar in the San Diego community. Uh, We serve with, you know, affordable housing, um, child development, business development and advocacy.
advocacy. Um, it's a wonderful, wonderful organization that was started in the middle of uh, the civil rights movement, which led to um, the Chicano movement really, you know, fighting for the rights of the Latino community. Um, since then, we have expanded and we serve, um, you know, everyone in, in, in San Diego County. But I'm very, very proud to lead such a strong organization. I will tell you, Frank, that, uh, you know, I didn't think I was ready, right? I felt like I was too young, uh, but I had multiple mentors reach out to me and community members that said, hey, have you thought about applying for this position, right? Um, and it was, you know, not the first person, not the second person, the third person that I was like, okay, maybe I'll give it a try. Um, but I think that's why it's so important to connect with, you know, with mentors and other folks that can guide you because sometimes they see things in you that you don't yet recognize in yourself, right? Yeah, and I think that's a very common phenomena for our young scholars is that uh, they don't see the brilliance and the capability right. that they right. have. And it takes a, a mentor, another person to point it out a couple right. of times. Right. So I'm glad that you followed the advice of your mentors <laughs> and applied. Yeah. Um, UC San Diego is incredibly p- proud of you, Liz. Thank so you. And just the amazing work that you're doing. And I think it's really well aligned with what I hear from a lot of incoming scholars when I ask them the question, you know, why do you want to go to university? Right. And consistently it's, to help my family, to help right. my community, and right. to help myself. Right. So uh, you're an excellent, brilliant example of that um, coming to life. I'm wondering, you know, UC San Diego is a, a rigorous institution, right. um, but it can be fun too, right? So right. I'm sure there was some fun times that you had here. Anything come to mind that you might want to share? Yeah, I mean, so many memories. And I, I, I will say that um, my best friends um, all are still, you know, U- they're UC San Diego friends. I think, you know, coming here, uh, really connecting with, with my network, um, and really felt like, I, I think because it was such a rigorous, we all went through things together. So, you know, we bonded over, you know, basically sleeping at Geisel, you know, for, for preparing for our midterms and our finals. Um, and those are, my new family and friends I'll have for life. Um, so I still, you know, they're still supporting me now in my career. Um, but I think my fondest memory has to be uh, my Rasa graduation. Uh, that to me, um, it was so wonderful to be able to have, you know, an intimate ceremony uh, where, uh, you know, I was able to go on stage and thank my family and have dinner with my family and see my friends, you know, also and meet their families and so that to me was just such a beautiful moment where everything kind of kept came together right you know all all the hard work all the struggles all the tears right mm-hmm. um it, it it came together and it was just so wonderful and you know I was proud of myself, but I was proud of my colleagues and my friends. And to be able to share that joy with my family and theirs was just such a beautiful moment. And that forever is engraved in me. And I bet it was amazing to see your dad in the audience. Yes. He probably had tears in his eyes, if I'm guessing. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, Liz, I'm wondering, uh, what advice would you give to any young scholar who's contemplating 
going to university, coming to UC San Diego. Yeah. I mean, I will say, don't give up. You're brilliant. You're worthy. You're here for a reason. Um, believe in yourself more than anything and know that you're not alone, right? So like I you know, talked about mentorship, reach out to folks. Folks want to see you succeed. Um, and so don't be afraid. The worst thing people could say is no. And that's okay. Brush it off and ask the next person, right? And so, um, so I really just want to say, you know, um, don't give up. Uh, we've all been through it. We, we've all struggled. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, uh, we need more leaders, uh, in San Diego County and beyond. We need them. And so, um, reach out for support, reach out for mentorship. I'm here. Y'all, y'all can find me through, you know, Triton Connect and, um, and I, I'd love to be of support. And our alumni do have a mentorship program. So mm -hmm. if there's somebody who is currently at UC San Diego, they can find you. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us today, Yes, Liz. thank you so much for having me.